Welcome to No Stage Lights, a podcast where we go behind the smoke and mirrors of everything from marriage to entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Janelle Carter. And I'm Terry Carter. And we are in the hundreds, 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 <laughs> hundreds episode. I don't know. We're in the hundreds somewhere. Yes. So exciting. And I, I know that we're, you know, the two of us alone in the studio, but we really do feel like we're with, with y'all and, um, yeah. So thank you for tuning in. Lots of listeners that we yeah, are pleasantly surprised. Yeah. That, you know, they'll say, oh, I, I, I listen to that. And I'm like, oh, wow. Gosh, yeah. You. Yeah. So so that's great. So, um, honey, today you are going to you kind of kind of rule the roost. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Well, listening to sports radio the other day and I heard an interesting, you know, that the, the two were talking back and forth and the. I'm sure it was something that they heard because I don't think they just brought it out of thin air. But uh-huh. What have we learned from our past relationships mm-hmm. to grow and be more successful in the relationships following and, the, and all the way into current? So the way I look at that is, and it, it's I guess it's kind of what I think of is, so I remember my first girlfriend. I remember the girlfriend after blah, 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 this and that. So I think we take something from each Mm-hmm. and build on that and i think that's what helps form us who we are you know and i think i think it's 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 kind of like stepping stones you know you you learn your your likes and your dislikes and mm-hmm. you know you you yeah you know you create like boundaries like i'm never letting that happen again yeah that hurt yeah. or or uh, you know i want to carry this over yeah you know um yeah interesting um and and I think if we're able to look at past relationships in that way, maybe we can dispense, dispel some of the anger. Well, um, I've got a perfect example. Mm-hmm. My first girlfriend, I was 17. Um, you can tell I was very popular in school because I was 17 with my first girlfriend. Um, but <laughs> she... I mean, obviously it didn't, you know, when it ended, it was not great, but um, she taught me something that I have cherished. And I'd actually wish I could find her to thank her for this. Um, And it's getting my parents to hug. Interesting. Um, They, their family, when I would watch them, they were big huggers. You know, she'd hug her mom and, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. And and I always thought that was, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> and so I, I know and she watched us, you know, when we would visit my parents, you know, like and then we'd go out on a date or do whatever, it got to where she would go hug my parents. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Right. I'm like, you're, you know, on treacherous ground here, you know, you might... <laughs> You might not come back. <laughs> um, and I was like, wow, okay. And we talked about it. You know, I was like, well, that's, you know, I I was like surprised and I thought it was kind of cool. And and um, I started doing it with them mm-hmm. and it stuck because growing up in my family, I mean, old school and, and you know, I I got to be honest with you. I never saw my parents hug. Mm-hmm. I never saw them kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, again, though, I'm I'm 58. I'm the youngest of four, so mm-hmm. you can take it from there. My my parents were born born in the late 20s. Sure. So, um, that wasn't a thing. little different way of thinking. Yeah, that wasn't a thing. My, I mean, I learned that you know, and not it's not that they didn't love each other, but that's just not you didn't. They just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk about it. Um, my mom said that he told her. My dad told her three times that she remembered that he loved her. Oh my god! Wow. And they were married forty five years. And you're such a lover. And I think partially because of the experience that she taught me, mm-hmm. um, because I didn't, I wasn't that way, because I didn't grow up that way. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I didn't, I didn't go around hugging people and hugging my parents and stuff like that and the funny thing is what i'd leave for the road later in life and i knew i was going to be gone for weeks at a time and parents health wasn't great i would hug them and i remember the first few times when i'd go to hug my dad it was like he had two blocks of concrete holding on his wrists because he like (laughs) he didn't know what to do with his hands and after a while though they looked forward to it. Sure. They like, they got over that yeah. and they like looked forward. So it, it became this, um, this little game to where when I would go visit them, I'd, you know, get ready to leave and I'd give them a hug at the door. Mm-hmm. I'd go to my car. And like I said, their health was crappy. So I knew it was going to be another week or so before I saw him. So I would get in my car. I'd open the door again, run back up the sidewalk, and get a second hug. And they got to where they were waiting for that. Oh, sure. So it it was crazy. And even after my dad passed, um, I'd do that with mom. And um when I'd give her the first hug before I'd run to the car, she'd like, now just get in your car and go home. <laughs> and she knew damn well I wasn't going. Oh, of gone, course, yeah. You know, so, um, so yeah. I. That's really, for, really, that's, that's such a positive yeah. spin on. I'm actually kind of sad right now because I've been sitting here trying to think of like positives that I learned. And I must be so closed off still i so for those of you who don't know we have terry and i have a 14 year age difference so i think i think with every year that comes along you learn and you grow and you you know you mature and you do all these things and like maybe i haven't caught up to you yet because i can't for the life of me think of like anything good that i've learned from my past relationships i can't and I know there has to be something mm-hmm. like well, it might be just the way you're looking at something, it's but I'm there. really trying, like I'm trying to look with a very open mind and, you know, maybe like with my first boyfriend who's my, you know, my son's dad, um, tenacity and like putting your head down and like working hard and like really going for your goal. Like, well, there you go. You know, that may be something, but it was, it was the thread with that was just, it wasn't a positive thing for me. Like he 
did that with his life. Well, mine, you know, at what point am I being a martyr and saying like, oh, but poor me. Like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know if I'm healed enough or open enough or maybe I've never even thought of that question. That question's never like been proposed to me. Like what have you learned in your past relationships that make you more successful now? Well, I'm going to um, make you feel better here because I mean, that's really kind of the only one I can think <laughs> of because, um, you know, without digging into, you know, I mean, there's, you know, the negatives, I mean, unfortunately well, sure they're going to overshadow, but that's yeah, why it's the past. Right. I mean, that's, that's just what but I think it is. it's beautiful that you can come up with something like, so with such clarity, like this is what I learned. Like, I don't know what I learned. I don't know. Like, I do know that I feel like we were both forced into being a, becoming adults because of where the ages that we were when we mm-hmm. had a child. Um, we were both very, very young and, you know, 20 and 23. And um, so I learned a lot of like on that side of things, like how to be a mom and how to like take care of another person human and how to make ends meet. And, um, I feel like my back was against the wall with a lot of things as was his, like, let's make no mistake that. And I write about this in my book, like there's no hate because we were both learning. Right. So like make no mistake that like as hard of a life that I, as I had as a single mom, he equally, I'm sure had just as hard of a life. Oh, the stress had to be. Well, I know. mean, I left with everything. I mean, we didn't have much, but like, like I remember my dad helped me move out. And my dad said like, we had to leave him some silverware and a lamp because it was dark in there and he didn't have anything to eat with. And I'm like, did you have anything to leave him a plate <sighs> and a glass? Maybe? I mean, <laughs> I'm sure there was, but like garbage can when you're 21, right? you don't think about what that must've been like when you're on your way to 45, you do Mm -hmm. think about what that must've been like. You know, you can't punish somebody. I don't think forever and ever and ever. Right. Um, that's why you grow. That's exactly right. If you're going to continue punishing, then that's, then you haven't grown. Very good advice. And yes, very good insight on that because if I'm digging in very introspectively and trying to come up with like, what have I learned from those relationships? Honestly, I think I learned the most from when they ended or towards the end of these relationships. Like, well, and that's, that's seems normal because it's kind of like after the relationship is done, I'm sure we've all had that. And I'm sure the listeners can relate to this. You've always had that one person or those few people come up and go, my God, we were wondering how long it was going to take you. And that's such and, a terrible and I'm feeling. Like, I'm like, you know, what? What do you mean? But in in all those people's defense, when you're in deep in a relationship, you've got those blinders on. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to stick up. Sure, you're going to defend. For your, you know, your partner. I mean, because you don't want to, you know, deep down you don't want to believe it. Well, you know. Right. That's the bottom line. And and second of all, you know, I could say what I want, mm-hmm. but you don't, you know, that's don't, right. Don't cross that line, you know, to me anyway. And 
Well, there's so many factors involved oh, in that. Gosh, there's yeah. pride. Mm-hmm. There's embarrassment. Yeah. There's commit. Like you feel like. Well, and others. How come you didn't tell me this sooner? If you had these feelings, you look at me and look like an. I look like an idiot now. In because front of all my you friends? would never. You wouldn't. You would never. You would never walk up to somebody and say like, "What are you doing with him? <laughs> what are you doing with your husband? He's a clown or whatever, right?" You would be like, "Say I like his big red nose." <laughs> You would be, (laughs) I hate that term too. I don't know why I used it. Um, You know, you'd be, of course you'd be defensive more, maybe even more for yourself, like defending yourself. Like you're kind of, yeah, you're judging me, judging my my character because of this. So, um, yeah, that, that's interesting, but it's like, okay. So, what have you, what have you, what else have you learned? Like, how have you learned to love me better since I am your, I think, I don't know. Let's count real quick. Like true, like serious relationships. Do you need your fingers no, and toes? You're my, f- I would say you're my fourth. <laughs> I think you are my fourth as well. Okay. Like my fourth true, like, yeah serious relationship i had one very toxic psychotic relationship that i don't even count in my number in there like that was just a whirlwind of shit that doesn't get that doesn't get a number um so four and you too so it's taken us some time but I think that's kind of normal. I mean, God bless the people, and we do know couples that yeah. meet in high school. And I, I love it. That's uh, it, the storybook ending. I mean, I mean, for crying out loud, that's, but that's is just it amazing. is it a storybook ending, well, or is it? Did they have to like fight and like figure it out too? Well, you know what? I'm sure they did because I mean, my sister Kathy mm-hmm. and Bob. Mm-hmm. Kathy never dated anybody she told me the other day she never ever went on a date with anybody she told me yeah yeah we had this conversation and i can't i don't know how many years are going on now but i mean it's got to be like 50 wow so i mean talk about a storybook i I know crying a lot you're right and i know the reason i i'm kind of you know steering away from the storybook is because it almost feels a little like I don't want to use the word insulting to people but like people have pride in their oh their triumphs you know Mm -hmm. and so I'm sure these relationships they've had plenty of growth spurts and you know figuring it out and like um, the people that say they don't argue are full of shit I mean or they they hold they hold their feelings Can inside. Can you imagine being with the same person you were with since you were 15 in all of the different stages stages in life that you've had to go through to get to where you are you now? Know, I, I mean, in some ways, I mean, think about that. That would be pretty amazing. I, I envy it. I mean, that would be pretty amazing because you'd be like, there's not much that you would have experienced in life that you didn't together. I love it. And like, I mean, it's so, yeah, so it's really cool. special. Yeah. Like even when I met you and I was like, I love that you're from, like, if I say, 
you know, Nettle Creek Road or like if I say whatever road or like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like that first, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's because my ex-husband was not from here and which had also it's different perks, right? Like it had like, let me show you the area. And oh my gosh, you've never, ever been to Ottawa. Like you got to come see this town. It's so cool. Like it you've was never been to Cornfest. <laughs> we went to <laughs> yeah. Cornfest was very exciting for my ex-husband. Well, didn't his friend think it was pumpkin fest he, or something? Yes. They couldn't get their head around the Cornfest part. And like, they're like, this pumpkin fest is so great. And I'm like, ah. but you know, like you've been playing Cornfest forever. Like, so there's different things. Um, I had, I had something. Um, I, I think, oh shoot, I lost it, but <laughs> let's go back to, let's go back to, to that. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Today we were watching TikTok, which is sort of a guilty pleasure once in a while for us. And, and I said to you, like, wait a minute, you said us. You like TikTok. We kind of like, I, I you'll know. say like, let me see Is the ones like you saved. like when you go to the dessert table and saying, oh my gosh, these guys just can't get enough of this dessert table. And I do use you as an excuse once in a while to get extra dessert. Yes. Okay. But we were watching TikTok and I've realized that like, I love TikTok videos where somebody finds out they're pregnant and their, their spouse is excited because I don't feel like I ever had that. And I and I wonder what that would be like. Like to not be like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> I'm not I'm sorry. That or <laughs> like It's just the way you did that. <laughs> no, like Yeah, I mean like I, you had that excitement and like I that makes me kind of feel like like oh, like your ex-wife gave you a card and like surprised you. And like, that's so sweet. And I'm sure you weren't like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm sure you were excited. You know, this is how much I'm going to have to pay when you divorce me. (laughs) Come on. Awesome. Think back. I think you in those moments, I'm sure it was very sweet and very special. It was darling. (sighs) I need you to open your mind a little. Um, More with, I mean, let me, let me state, state, say this. There were decent times. Like every day wasn't terrible. It has to be. Yeah. Right. Like every day of my pregnancy wasn't like awful, but for some reason, like the negative part outshines the positive. Well, I think that comes with a lot of, of how they end. We, we tend to hang on to the reason of those relationships ending and we don't look back for the, cause, I mean, because the last thing you remember mm-hmm. wasn't good. And do so, you think if we, we looked back at the positive things, it would be harder to end that relationship or do you think it would like hurt more? Or do you think it's like a protective, like it's interesting. Cause like a woman, if she has a baby, like within I'm not going to say 72 hours, but within a couple of months, you like the natural order is to, you kind of forget. Otherwise we'd all have one child. (laughs) If you remembered what childbirth was like forever, you'd only have one (laughs) kid. Like you'd be like, I'm never doing that again. 
So we sort of tend to like forget the bad and remember the good. But in relationships ending, do you think it's like we forget the good and we remember the well, bad? Is the like, opposite. But is it a protective, like maybe you know I, what maybe, I mean? Like yeah, maybe. But I mean, I, I think since they're if you think about it, they're the exact opposite because the horrible part is having the baby. That's what I mean. It's the good opposite. Part, yeah, it's completely opposite. And the good part is now I got this baby. Now I got something else to focus on. That's you know, beautiful and mine, you know, it's right. The pain goes away and it's like replaced with this like unconditional love, but relationships like ending, I guess one is birth and one is an end. Like one is the start Mm -hmm. and one is an ending. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it it just, I guess that's kind of unfortunately how life goes. Right. Um, so yeah, I think, I mean, at least in my opinion, I think that when a relationship ends, um, that's kind of our, that's our last memory of it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like when I was with my second um, relationship, I mean, there were a lot, you know, there were some good times, some really good times, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, otherwise you wouldn't have a relationship with that person. Right, right. But my last memory was running through my front yard <laughs> for my life being chased by a car, you know. Coming through the grass, trying to run me over. Were you trying to buy a sauna? <laughs> <laughs> because I want to give her some props if you were. <laughs> no, I think you're right. Like you do hang on to sort of the, and that's why I wonder like if I'm having a hard time coming up with an, a positive. It doesn't have to be an actual, I mean, the, the positive can be that you grew stronger from it. That's true. You learned, you learned what you were going, what you what you would do, and what you won't do, and what you will accept, what you won't accept. I mean, there's a you can find the positive in anything. It doesn't have to be one certain thing. You, the positive is that you learned something. You grew. Yeah, you grew. You grew. So that's yeah. what you take away from each one of them, mm-hmm. and you take all of those and you put them in your bucket. And when you finally get to that next relationship, and you you know hope that that's going to be the one, you pull from it. You use those. Yeah. I have more to say on growth in um, our next episode, but our producer is saying that it's time to shut down. Where is he? <laughs> He's in the corner. <laughs> but I am signing out. I'm Janelle Carter. Before we get cut off, thanks for listening to No Stage Lights. Take care, guys. Yeah.